Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Jada Taylor, author of We Are Already Here, available on Amazon and also on my website, jadataylor.com. If you're looking to self-publish in 2021, come join me and be a part of my self-pub club. I'm available for ghostwriting, editing, coaching, and all your writing needs. Visit me on jadataylor.com or follow me on Instagram at thejadataylor. Do It Your Damn Self is a podcast that explores the movers and shakers of history and today's world who never took no for an answer. Author Jada Taylor discusses everything from music to TV to literature and the people who did it themselves their own way. Greetings, everybody. My name is Jada Taylor, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear my podcast, Do It Your Damn Self, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many other outlets. So come and join this party, sis. I can't wait to host you. What's going on, world? It's the one and only DJ Chase. You're now locked into the pregame party mix podcast every week on that anchor app, anchor.fm, DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. Get exclusive video content on that YouTube channel, DJ Chase TV on that YouTube. Lock in artists, brands, creatives. You know the vibes, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. You're now listening. Let's go. You're now in the mix with the Worldwide Sounds Records. DJ Chase, lock it in. You know the vibe. It's official. official. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. Bitches were hating, calling me names, yeah Made a bitch pick up her face a little too late I'm digging your grave, yeah I cannot fuck with a snake that look in your face You building a cave, yeah I gotta get to the bag Cause I won't be damned if I throw it away, yeah My face will connect like it's Bluetooth I'm a little on edge, I'm a loose screw But I cannot turn up like I used to Cause I beat a bitch up till she loose clues And I load up the beat up in Pro Tools Go ahead, little bitch, I expose you And my ears to the streets, they don't know you Had to blast on a bitch like I'm Goku I put my head on lift Just in case she do not stick to the script Ha, pulling up, bending the strip One way or another, I'm finding this bitch Ha, you cannot hide from these hands Got no permission, you talk too much shit Ha, if you want chat it up, you better back it up Just like you do on a dick Ha, I'm spitting that shit that these bitches don't get And it's crazy cause now bitches trembling And fuck your red bottoms cause I'm from New York We start bitches out in our Timberlands I'm knocking the wigs and I'm messing up bones This shit is not sweet, it ain't cinnamon Got all the big fish in my DM Ha, don't fuck with them but I reel them in Yeah, man, it's Worldwide Sounds Records own DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast on 17 Podcast Networks, man. Got the one, the only, the lovely Brooklyn's own K-Goddess. What's going on? What's 
Good, Chase. Ain't nothing. I'm chilling here, just tired. I was out riding around today, so I had to go to Connecticut, so I made it back to you. So I'm just chilling okay. right now. Copy, copy. All right, man. So first and foremost, K Goddess, you're from Brooklyn. I know you rep Brooklyn to the fullest, to the 100,000 yes. percent. What part of Brooklyn are you from? I'm from Brownsville, Brooklyn, New York. Brownsville, Brooklyn, New York. That's what's up. That's what's up. And um, you know, how did you get into music? Like, what's like, what's your like, how did you just say, you know what, you woke up one day, because there's a thousand artists, there's a thousand million trillion rappers. What made you say, you know what, I want to do this? Um, I've always done music my whole life. I've always written poetry. I've always used music as an escape goat when it comes to my emotions. My mother was a rapper. You know, I have a few rappers in my family, so it runs through my bloodline. But what made me take it serious was that um, after I transitioned from college basketball, then I started working in a strip club. And then I started rapping because I was just super tired of working in the strip club and as a bartender, not a dancer. I yeah. was super tired of working in the strip club and I felt like that's where I was gonna be for the rest of my life. So I knew I had talent when it comes to the broad. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just take music serious. And ever since then, this summer makes four years since I've been doing music. Oh yeah, wow, wow. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And um, your name, K Goddess, how'd you get your name? Uh, my name actually came from a friend. Um, he called himself A God, and you know he just was like, "Yo, you you know you should call yourself K God." Mm. And I was like, "I'm not about to call myself K God. People gonna think I'm your girl." So you know, I was just like, "K Goddess." I've always called myself a goddess. My uncles always raised me to you know be a princess and to always keep my crown up. So definitely K Goddess. Gotcha, gotcha, got you. And we're gonna touch on this basketball topic a little bit because you show that sometime now. Now, what position did you play? And and I'm I'm a huge basketball fan. That's why. What what position did you play? I played the one and two, the shooting guard and point guard. Okay, okay. And why did you just say you like? Did you when you? Cause what's what's uh, college you went to? I went to Herkimer County, upstate Her New York. Oh, Herkimer! I used to DJ there all the time. That's funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Herkimer had all the parties. That's that definitely, yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, what made you decide? You know what? Because what did you major in? I majored in sports management. When I went to school, I wanted my major to be law because mm. my best friend, she got sentenced to 25 years to life when we were 16 mm. years old. Mm. So I really wanted my major to be law, but you know, I was really big on not wanting to be like my mother and her major was criminal justice. Okay. And so when I went to school, I just, you know, I picked something easy. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just go with sports management. All of the coaches is what the professors are. So mm. I just went with sports management. Okay, and the reason why I asked that is because, you know, sports is very competitive. And, and do you keep that, like that competitive edge when you do music? Cause you go, like you bought, you're a bar heavy, artists like i listen to your music i see you perform like you perform with that that aggression you could tell you that you that it comes from a certain place even when you do your videos like your videos is like there do you still keep mm -hmm. that do you still keep that like that the competitive edge from sports and when you do music um i think that the the competitive edge for me comes from the hood it comes from brownsville you know because yeah um you know i was raised in a family that i, I was raised in a family with a bunch of hustlers you know mm -hmm. it's either you know my family was selling something they was on the streets they i've always been raised around hustlers like my whole life so when it comes to the competitiveness you know it's like when you when you when you when you sell drugs and you're standing on the corner if you're on one corner and you see 
this dude one day, you walking to go to your corner, you see this dude one day is on your corner, and you like, what, nigga, go to the other corner, like, you know what I'm saying, or you go to the nail salon, and you see a block with a bunch of nail salons on one block, like, I've just always been competitive, like, I come from Brooklyn, I come from a hood where it's multiple chicken spots on one block, you know, everybody's always competing, you know, everybody's always trying to figure out how we gonna get to the bag, everybody's always trying to figure out how we gonna get rich, everybody's always trying to figure out the next move, cause, so I come from where it's very competitive, I come from a high class of competition you know yeah, yeah. so that's where it, it originate from my hood and then you know we're playing sports it definitely played a part in it and then now we're rapping you know mm-hmm. i have to be competitive because if i don't have to out rap the girls i gotta out rap the guys so yeah well take think of it this way I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a compliment like you're a very performer like when i you know you surprised me you know what i'm saying like i never seen you and I, I got to see you know i see you a few times i'm lying i see you in mad shows and then I was like, okay, and I finally got the DJ for you. I'm like, oh, she's, you know, she does a really good job. And and touch and touching on that, you've been through a lot of managers, a lot of producers, a lot of situations. For me, just following your career and just being seen on the sidelines. Um, you know, what's the the hardest part that you feel like you that you face dealing with that that structural sense of like management, uh, a good team behind you? What's like the hardest thing that you've dealt with? Um, I feel like the hardest thing that I deal with to this day is um people not going as hard for me as I go for myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because um, you tend, people tend to forget that, you know, you know, multiple people you're going to work with, they have other artists to tend to, they have their day-to-day life issues that they deal with. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like nobody goes as hard for me as I go for myself. So that's one of the majors that I deal with. Copy, copy. And you're a very big social media person. I remember your first social, your, um, your first, uh, Instagram page got taken down and things like that. And now you back on the, now you back on, back on the same, same bully. Um, you know, what do you feel like being that active on social media benefits you? Like as far as like music sales and music streaming, do you feel like these, does it benefit you? Um, I feel like it's it's fifty fifty. You know, I feel like mm. it benefited me a lot when it comes to music sales because if it wasn't for social media, I feel like well, no, I can't even say that because like I said, I'm a hustler. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I don't just I don't just be on social media. I go outside and I promote my music outside. So even if social media wasn't here, I think mm. I would be the master of this of this stuff and I would really be, you know, outside promoting my tape outside the back of my car. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? But social media definitely play a big part in it. Social media, especially now with the pandemic and everything that's going on in the world crisis, mm. a lot of people are tuned in to social media. That's the main source now. So social media definitely played a big part um, with helping me, but it also played a big part with hurting me as well because so many people feel like that they see you on social media all the time that they don't have to stream your music. They don't have to look you up. They don't have to do this. They don't have to do that. Mm. So I feel like it's 50-50. It just depends on the individual. But with me, it definitely helped. Got you. And who, like anybody that you've met, because you know, you're, you're, you're a very popular artist. You know what I'm saying? I give you credit where credit is due. You're very popular. Has, has there been anybody that you've met that you was like, wow, that you that you were surprised that they knew what you, that they knew your music? Uh, Yes, I would say um, the one person I was really, 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 really surprised that he knew my music and he knew mm-hmm. who I was, was Troy Teller. Mm-hmm. You know who Troy Teller is, right? I think Trey that's Trey Song's producer, yeah, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I was, I was, you know, Troy Teller's been in the game for years. Yeah. And I was really surprised that Troy Teller knew who I was because it's not like we was outside at an event and mm-hmm. he tried to, you know, fake it and play it off like, hey, I know you. We were in his house, you know, yeah. and I went to his house with a producer that I was dating at the time to go and to produce music for his son. Mm. Somebody he calls his son. Troy Teller calls his son. Mm. And we in the house and we chilling and we come back from outside from smoking 
And we go back in the house and, you know, everybody was talking to Troy Teller. I was really in the background just chilling, you know, like, you know, just being respectful, like, hi, because we in his house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I was really, like, I was really caught off guard because you see the plaques everywhere. His studio is amazing. Mm-hmm. And this man is sitting down at dinner, eating his food. And everybody that's, because I came with a few people, so everybody that was around me was speaking to Troy Teller, you know, trying to introduce themselves to him, mm-hmm. trying to tell him what they bring to the table, what they do, whatever. And I'm just chilling in the background just being quiet you know just you know co-signing whatever my people saying and you know shaking my head i was real quiet real nonchalant and troy teller just stopped like in the middle of the conversation like he just stopped and looked at me and was like i know who you are your name started with a k you're from brooklyn like you do music right and i'm and i was so caught off guard that i just was like he's he's like i know who you are you always going viral like and it it caught me off guard because a few weeks after that Mm -hmm. that's when clubhouse came out Mm -hmm. and when clubhouse came out you know troy teller is big he's really big in the industry so when clubhouse Mm -hmm. came out that helped me when it comes to networking with other artists other producers and things like that Mm -hmm. because i was able to tell that story and it just made me feel like damn like a yeah. mogul know who I am, like a legend yeah. know who I am. Like you could do so many dope ass tracks. I wouldn't think that you would know who I am. So yeah, uh, Trey Teller definitely definitely shocked me. Nah, that's dope. That's lit. That's definitely lit. And you know, back on a music tip, now you feel like okay, because you put out two projects last year. You did the K Goddess three. Th- three project, yeah, three projects. My fault. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel like now, because prior to that, you only been doing music for four years. So do you feel like now yeah. th- in twenty twenty one, like okay, you say you know what? Um, I dropped, you know, all my projects independently. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out my videos. I'm, I'm doing my thing, right? Now, when you go out of town, I have to ask this all the time. We, now, you just did a tour. I see you, do, you going on tour. You just did, I, I think, Alabama, all of that. Do you feel like, okay, you know what? I get more love in New York or it's better out of town? Um, I really don't know yet. You know what I'm saying? Because um, mm-hmm. when I travel out of town, I get shown a lot of love. Mm. Um, but I just, I can't say that yet. You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like I haven't traveled that much for me to say like, yo, I get more love out of town than I do in New York because New mm. York shows me love. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When I'm outside or oh, I hear it's K mother effing goddess or oh, I hear it's K goddess. You know what I'm saying? They call me the Brooklyn tri- drill princess. You know, they call me mm. the goddess of Brooklyn. They, you know, I'm starting to, I'm starting to have names for myself in New York. Yeah. So I really, I really can't, I really don't know how to answer that question yet. But when I go out of town, I was, I would say this. When I'm out of town, the shows yeah. is more happy, it's more loving, it's more it's more touching when it comes to performing. Because when you're out of town, people just love to support independent artists. People love to support artists that they see grinding. Mm-hmm. When you're in New York, they're going to watch, 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 watch until they feel like you have a song. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To blow. So I feel like that's the only difference. But I was raised on Tough Love, so neither one really phases me. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, I just saw it just now. I was just checking my notes, and I see you got something with my guy, Dizzy Banco. I saw yes. somebody posted that. Yeah, like, when, when, so you got another project dropping this year? What's up? Because I see you got the Jackie Robinson challenge. I see you got that. <laughs> What's going on with you? I'm on it. I'm on see, it. I'm on top of it. This is crazy. I, I don't know. It. I don't know if I'm going to drop another project. I just, I don't know. You know, um, lately in my career, I've just been feeling, like, really, really, really discouraged. Mm-hmm. Um I've been feeling like I put so much work in and, you know, I don't get as much help. Um, I just been, I just been feeling really, really discouraged lately. So I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going to release a project. I might just continue to release singles yeah, yeah. because, um, you know, the visuals is the main thing. You know, I dropped three projects in 2020 and I can count mm-hmm. on one hand 
how many of those visuals that I shot. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out, but as of now, I'm just dropping singles and mm-hmm. I'm really planning on shooting the visuals from the three projects that I released in 2020. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And, you know, I, I, I'm not going to keep it too long. Another question I got is because, you know, you're from Brooklyn. The Brooklyn drill is, that's what y'all guys do. In 2020, 2021, that's what y'all mm-hmm. do. Now, you the East Coast queen of drill. I don't, that's an undisputed title. I, I follow you, so I know that's true. <laughs> Do you feel like that might hurt you a little bit though? Because you don't do just drill music; you do all types of records. Like you have Talk records, to them. yeah. You do all types of music. Like you, Talk the, to them. yeah. So, do you feel like that's gonna you gonna stick with that title, or you want to be like, you know what? This is what I do. Um, I, I'm I'm an I'm a overall artist. I'm an artist. I'm a popping artist. I feel like I'm gonna stick with that title. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I work really hard to get a title you know what i'm saying i work yeah. i bust my ass you know because this summer makes four years mm-hmm. so for three years i bust my ass super hard and people wouldn't even say my name i felt like i felt like people wouldn't even give me the benefit of the doubt Got you know you. what i'm saying so what i keep that title i'm gonna keep that title you know even if i stop do- doing drill music i'm gonna mm-hmm. keep that title for mother for people to know that <laughs> you, you hear me right I yeah get i see, so I see. I that's good it's good you, you can curse you can curse it ain't listen oh, this, is, okay. this is a, this is a podcast know, you so, good money Oh, okay, because I want motherfuckers to know that at the end of the day, you know, my title is my title, and yeah, mm-hmm. y'all little bitches, y'all could do y'all little rap thing, camera there, but whenever I feel like hopping on the drill beat, y'all know who the queen of this shit is. Copy. So, Copy. definitely will keep that title. Not many b- more titles to come. Dope, dope, dope. And not a big single this year is the Jackie Robinson Challenge. Yeah, I gotta ask for my producers. As you see, I do producing, so who, who, who produced the Jackie Robinson Challenge? Um, I don't even know the producer that produced Jackie Robinson. I'm oh, wow. That's a beat that I found off of YouTube. Wow. Um, yeah. So I don't even know who produced Jackie Robinson. But what I do know is, um, when I found it, you know, mm. I didn't find that beat on YouTube. I found that beat on B Stars. And when I found it, I, yeah. um, you know, I leased the beat. I did everything that I needed to do. So it's good um, money, yeah. And that was it. Yeah. I don't really know who produced the track, but hopefully Jackie Robinson hit billboards or something and I could meet him in person and yeah. we could split the funds and we could make another one because Jackie Robinson is a motherfucking hit. There you go, there you go. And, I, you know, I want to ask this, too, as me, because I've been trying to get you some beats for the longest. I'm, I'm working on that now. I got some beats. I got some fire beats for you, too. I got I got okay. this hard beat for you. So, you know, how can a producer reach you? How can anybody for a feature for a, to send you some beats to just work with you? Because you're a humble artist. Like, you co- you're like if you if you don't know you, you, people would think that you're, like, very arrogant, but you're not. Like, you're very humble. Because even when I met you in person, you're very nice. So how can somebody come up to you and say, you know what, K-Goddess, I just want to work with you. I'm a fan of you. I mean, of course, you probably charge people you don't like. But how can somebody generally just say, you know what, how can I get to somebody to get to K-Goddess? Excuse me. Uh, definitely, you know, you can hit up my email, officialkgoddess at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to my team. I have four managers at the moment. I have at Life of S. Morris. I have V. Henny. I have Mark. And I have at Flex Rondo. You can hit any one of them. Um, besides that, you know what I'm saying? I, I would say those are the, the proper steps to take. You know, hit up my mm-hmm. management. Email me, you know, reach out or whatever, you know. And we can negotiate it. You know, I'm definitely humble. I definitely charge people to work because at the end of the day, I bust my ass to get where I'm at. But I'm definitely humble and I definitely will work with any budget that anybody has. Of course, of course, of course. And I got to ask this. I always ask my artists this question. This is my number one question now. Are you going to sign or are you going to stay independent? Because I know some offers have been made to you. I'm very sure of that. Are you going to sign or you want to stay independent? What's up? Um, 
I guess it just depends on the journey. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have many, I had many offers on the table. I turned down a lot. Um, I just received five new offers within this this new year of 2021. Mm. Um, and I don't even know if I'm gonna take those. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I put a lot of time and effort into my career. I direct all of my music videos. I write up all the treatments. I write all of my music. I spend my own money. Nobody don't give me a dollar to go towards my career. Um, I spend my own money, you know, when I travel, I'm paying all of my own money. I spend a lot. I really invest into myself as an independent artist. So I feel like if I sign, it would have to be for the right price and not just the right price. It have to be for the right price. I have to be pushed correctly. You know, I'm the only goddess in the rap game. You know, I have to make sure that everything and all of the goals that I set up for myself could be executed if I'm going to get signed because with me being independent, I'm going to execute my goals regardless. You know, it might take a little bit longer than it would if I was signed and that's why signing would help me. But besides that, if the table, if the offer is not right on the table, I'm not taking it because at the end of the day, I'm not going to have ass myself and I know my worth you know but um I'm independent and as of now I'm just gonna stay independent to the right offer presents itself that's what I'm talking about and I think you know what's funny I get a sense from you I know we gotta go and I feel like we you, I think K Goddess is gonna start a label soon am I correct on that is she gonna sign exactly. artists you definitely correct you know I have a few artists that's under my wing that I help and I guide and I give guidance to I have artists that's in my corners that's just my family and friends that ask me for advice all the time and they tell me all the time like yo you need to manage somebody you need somebody and I have producers that like I have a 17 year old producer his name is Trip, and he's super dope mm. you know I'm saying so but I just don't want to sign artists when I know I can't give anything so once that bag really start coming in the way it's supposed to and everything mm-hmm. is together and all the paperwork is right I'm definitely gonna sign some artists and some producers there you definitely. go there you go Miss K Goddess Brooklyn's own thank you so much my fans that I you know I got fans all over the world it's gonna be on the email blast everything like that um thank you for you know thank you for just chopping up with me on um, being part of the podcast you know it's very important that you know I try to give all the female rappers I'm one of the pioneers of the female hip-hop in New York. So I definitely want to, you know, support you and support what you do. And I'm, once again, I'm a huge fan. I'm always supporting you. You know what I'm saying? I know you, I know you'd be busy. So I try not to, you know, but I definitely want to, I got some beats for you too. So I definitely got some hot beats for you. Yes, send them through. Yeah, I got some beats for you. K Goddess, uh, give you a social medias and everything like that. Plug whatever you got. What's good, Josh? You're good. K motherfucking goddess. I'm a Brooklyn bitch anyhow. K goddess, that's spelled K-G-O-D-D-E-S-S at K goddess official on all social media platforms except for Twitter's at she's the goddess. So make sure you tap in and you tune in. Bow, I'm a Brooklyn bitch anyhow. Fuck your right bottoms because I'm from New York where we storm bitches out and our Timberlands. Bow. <laughs> crazy, crazy. <laughs> Miss K goddess, have a good night, mama. Thank you, Chase. All right, be good. Later. Come on, with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix Girlfriend wanna lurk, ayy, ayy, I'll make her lick this pussy. <laughs>
movie, we twistin' and turnin' He never will fuck her, but now he is learning. Tell that little nigga to listen up urgent Cause I am a cafe, this pussy is serving Don't get a platter, I'm fuck all the chatter I'm not a flip stone, so there's never no yapper Pussy me down, so he callin' a backup But boy, do not play with me, you will get slapped up Like my dick rock hard Fuck me on a cop car Fuck me like a rock star This pussy is your guitar Play every string and this pussy gon' sing Fantasizing about porn star dreams Play every string and this pussy gon' sing Got them fantasizing about porn star dreams Big fat bitch like a porn star Yeah, I'd a dick like a porn star Big fat bitch like a porn star Fuck me in a jacuzzi Cause I like the bubbles On top of my boobies Take it to the bathroom Suck up on this pussy Like your lips up In the bathroom Yeah, I set up vacuum But now on You could call me super soaker Flip you on the bed I'ma top with my hand And you put it in reverse Then I put it up and drive He pulling on my head Guess we going for a ride I got that shit That can put him to sleep I'm making him up While I'm beating his meat He tried to stand up But weak in his knees Little did he know It was only a dream ha, ha. Big fat puss like a porn star Yeah, ride his dick like a porn star Big fat puss like a porn star Yeah, ride his dick like a porn star Big fat puss like a porn star Yeah, ride his dick like a porn star Big fat puss like a porn star Yeah, 